You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode heading into the holiday season. If you're listening to this in a more timely fashion, and if you're not and you're in the summer right now, well, what are you doing listening to this podcast? Press pause, go outside and start approaching women because that's what we're talking about on today's episode. We are talking about the way that she wants to be approached. I'm going to be giving you a, a whole step-by-step plan on really what to do in order to approach a woman, which brings me to telling you about something I was working on with a recent client of mine. I got off the phone with a client a couple hours ago, and of course, all of my coaching is 110% confidential. So that means that I will never be sharing anyone's name or personal information. So anything I ever share about a client on here Uh, It will never, ever, ever be close to getting back to them. But I will tell you that their issue this week was interesting. You see, we've been working together for about six weeks now, and he's been doing great, going out, doing his approaches, because that's what I do. I give guys approach assignments so you can get better at approaching women. And so what's interesting is that this week, he had a little bit of a downfall. And this happens. This is normal. Whether you're doing coaching or you're doing this on your own, what's going to happen is you will go through a little bit of a downfall. What I mean by downfall is you'll have some good weeks and you'll make some serious progress. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, what's going to happen is you're going to have a really bad week. That's right. You're going to have a really bad week. You're going to have a bad week. Why does this happen? Well, because that's how goal setting and skill creation is done. I mean, you're not going to have multiple weeks in a row that are going to be good. You're not going to have days in a row that are going to be all good, but you're also not going to have days in a row that are all bad. So you got to understand, it's kind of like if you look at the stock chart in the US over the course of history, over, let's say, 100 years, you're going to see a a line trending upwards. But if you look at the micro, if you kind of zoom in, it's a lot of ups and downs, but it trends up. Same idea here if you are putting the effort in to trying to get better at meeting women. Again, if you're putting the effort in, if you're going out, you're trying to approach women and you have some sort of plan, if you go out there, you're going to have good days and bad days. But the more you go out there, you will eventually continue to get better. So the the chart, the trend, the graph, it starts to, it trends upwards over time. Okay. So yes, you're going to have multiple weeks in a row like my client did. But then what happens is, boom, you have a bad week. And it just happens because some weeks are different than others. You just have different energy levels. Some weeks you're just feeling it and you're kind of like, yeah, I'm feeling good. The next week you're not. Could be your diet, could be your hormonal levels, whatever it is. Could be work stress, whatever it is. You know, sometimes you just have days where you just thought you had it. You know, It's like last week you thought you had it, but it's been like six days since you've gone out. So you're kind of Treading water here, kind of back to square one a little bit, just because you haven't been gone out in a while, right? You haven't gone out in a while and done any approaches. So it can get kind of tough. It can get kind of tough. So he had a really rough week. What ended up happening was he went out and he went out like two or three times 
And the times that he went out, he wasn't very successful. He pretty much approached nobody. Okay. And on that third night, he went out to multiple places and he approached absolutely nobody after going to multiple places, which was interesting because he already did that successfully the week before, but he got in his head. He got in his head. Okay. So that's kind of what's bringing me to today's topic, talking about, well, what is the way she wants to be approached? A lot of guys get in their head and he got in his head because he was thinking, well, what if people see me? What if I make a fool of myself? What if she judges me? What if people around me are judging me? What if I get rejected? What if, what if, what if? But his assignment that week was only to go up and use this line that I use. And if you sign up for coaching, I'm going to be having you use this line too. And the line is, excuse me, do you know any other good bars around here? This is the beginning stages of what you can use to do approaches to get over approach anxiety and just get yourself warmed up and get yourself used to approaching women. Now, that's a good opener too if you want to just actually take that opener and try to maneuver that into a longer conversation. It doesn't really matter too. You can open with anything you want, that or anything else. Opener doesn't matter, but it's an easy opener to just get in there and do it. Unfortunately, he was overthinking it because he got in his head, okay? He got completely in his head and he let his head take over. He let his head take over. He let his head win. So one of the things I told him on our coaching call today was this, was this, is that you're going to have thoughts. You're going to think things. Just because you think something doesn't make it true. I'm going to say this again. Just because you think things doesn't make it true. Okay? What this means is that you're going to have plenty of thoughts. You're going to have a lot of fears, a lot of doubts. Your brain is trying to save you. It doesn't want your ego to be hurt. It wants you to be cozy and safe. But we both know that cozy and safe and not approaching is not the way you're going to get women. You have to approach. You have to go out there. You have to meet women. You got to say the line. So in this case, your brain is doing this old, weird way of thinking that it doesn't need to do anymore because we're not in caveman times where every approach counted. You know, like you get rejected from one woman. Well, that's maybe the only option you had. But now you have a lot of options. I don't care where you live. You have a lot of options. So let's rewire our thinking, not believe our thoughts. Of course, you could do what's called positive psychology and you can say the positive stuff. You know, I tell guys like, well, if you're thinking negative, why don't you just start thinking positive? Be aware of your thought and say, oh, what if I get rejected? Well, what if you don't get rejected? And that can help. But I've noticed that it doesn't help everybody. So what was my advice to him? besides not believing your thoughts? Because he said to me, Trip, I know, I, I kind of already know that, but I don't know if that's going to help. And I said, listen, man, here's what you got to do. Bottom line is you need to go in there and approach as fast as you can. You got to think about it this way, is that when you're going out and you're doing approaches, you have to understand, get this through your head. When you're doing approaches, you're not out to go to a bar to drink and party and socialize and do what you used to do at a bar and what you thought a bar or a party was about. We got to completely change this. This is a new game here. Think about the venue, wherever you're going to be doing approaching, as your basketball court. Let's say you're trying to learn the skill of playing basketball. 
Well, what happens when you're trying to learn basketball? Well, you go to the basketball court and then you got to go. And what do you do next? Well, you pick up the basketball. What do you do with the basketball? You dribble and then you shoot, right? So you got to think about it like that. You're going to these places and there are women to be talked to. So don't screw around. Don't go and get a drink. Don't even go get a water. Don't go to the bathroom. These are all avoidant tactics. You're just trying to avoid what needs to be done. So if you want to get this to be more successful and less scary, you got to approach as fast as you can. I'll say that again. You got to approach as fast as you can. A lot of guys will dilly-dally and wait. And what happens is the longer you wait, the more time your brain gets to talk to you and say all these lovely things that you don't want to hear. It gives you more time with your brain. You're sitting down having a really bad conversation with an ugly brain that's saying, what if, what if, what if, what if, in the negative way. What if she says this? What if you get rejected? What if you do this? What if someone sees? What if, what if, whatever you're thinking. And so the longer you have the conversation with that person, this brain of yours, they will psych you out. So you kind of have to go fast in order to avoid the conversation. Okay, so imagine your brain being the person you don't want to be talking to that's in your head saying all these negative things in order to get rid of that. You got to just avoid it and you got to do an approach as fast as possible and use that line. Hey, excuse me, do you know any cool bars around here? You can even approach a guy. It doesn't matter, but you got to start approaching right away to get the social muscles flexed. You got to flex those social muscles or else you're going to be screwed. It's much, much harder much, much harder to go from sitting in a bar and not approaching and then doing it 20 minutes without having talked to anyone. Trust me, most likely, you probably won't even end up doing it. How do I know? I've been there many, many times. What have I learned? I got to go in and start talking to anyone as soon as possible. If you don't know what to say, you don't have to be clever here. You don't have to open up with some witty line, something funny. You don't even have to open with anything situational. You can literally just go in and say, hey, excuse me, do you know any other cool bars around here? And get into a conversation. They can even say to you, no, I'm not sure. You can say, oh, you're not from here? And they say, no, no, I, I am. I just don't go out that often. Oh, cool. Maybe you guys want to come out tonight. There's always some sort of response. Or like I was telling my client, you don't even have to do that. You don't even have to do that. So. I hope that gives you some idea of what to do. We're we're not done. Don't worry. I'm still going to be telling you the way that she wants to be approached. We haven't even talked about that yet, but I wanted to give you an idea of what to do if you have that approach anxiety. If you need help with that, I can help you. I can coach you. We can help you through the process and you can be a client just like the guy I was just talking about and I can help you through this. All you got to do is go to coachedbytrip.com. That link is in the show notes or you can just remember it, coached by trip with two ps.com. It's going to take you to an application. You can just apply, write as much detail as possible. I will reach out to you ASAP if I see that the application is filled out in a thorough form and we will see if coaching is a good fit for you. It's not a good fit for everybody, but if it is for you, then we will hop on a phone call and I will get you signed up. So go ahead, go to coachedbytrip.com and let's help you today. So how do you, 
how do you get to the point where you're approaching a woman in the way that she wants to be approached? Well, here's the thing. It's not that she is thinking in her head, this is exactly how I want to be approached. But from all of the coaching I've done, all the approaches I've done, all the things I've learned over the course of the past many, many years of learning, doing, and teaching this, that there is a proper way to do it that is not creepy, that is confident, and that opens up the conversation and makes her feel comfortable. Now, I want you to understand that you might not be able to do this the first time you try, and that's okay. It's not like I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it in this moment, which hint, I kind of already did earlier, but it's not like I'm going to be telling you right now and you're going to be like, oh, okay, simple enough, and you're going to do it. It's going to take practice. You're going to have to do it over and over and over and over, and that's okay. I want you to understand that that is totally okay. It's okay to have to do this a lot. It's okay to practice. It's okay to mess up. Let me just give you some guidelines on how to do this in a comfortable and confident way. So let's think about this. There's a few ways to do this. Let's say she's at a bar or a club or a party or some sort of social event. What's the best way to approach her? First of all, you can open up with anything you want. It doesn't really matter, okay? Of course, you know, do it not in a creepy way. And also, I'd like to tell you, don't use a compliment that is very obvious, okay? So try not to use a compliment like, oh, you, you look pretty, you look beautiful, I had to say hi, something like that. It would just be better if you go up to her and just, if you have to, if, if she's kind of like, you know, being blocked, that you can kind of tap her lightly or you can just try to, uh, with the back of your hand, just kind of tap her with, uh, with a few of your fingers very lightly, get her attention and say, hey, you look nice. I'm Trip. Nice to meet you. Or, hey, what's up? I'm Trip. I haven't met you yet. That would be good for a party. At a bar, it might be something like, hey, do you know any other cool bars around here? And then going off of the conversation like that. Or you can say even, hey, noticed you over here. You look nice. Are you from Chicago or whatever other city that you're in? So how do you want to do this? How does she want to be approached? Direct, easy, comfortable. Okay. Now, of course, you can do something that's situational, but a lot of guys, it doesn't work for them when they're first starting off. You know, it's hard to sit there and think of a situational approach. Situational being, you know, commenting on something that's going on around you or commenting on, I don't know, the music that's playing at the party. Or if you go up to her at a bar and you comment on, I don't know, a drink that she's holding, you know, it's, it's harder. Make this easy for yourself and go more direct instead of doing some sort of kind of situational. Plus, usually the situational is pretty bullshit anyways, right? You'd have to kind of really come up with something interesting. Like if she happens to have really unique shoes on and you want to comment on those, fine. But, you know, what are the odds that there's a situation that is occurring that you actually want to comment on? Then it's not going to come off comfortable and relaxed and easy. And again, that's how she wants to be approached with you being comfortable, you being super relaxed. Okay. So again, the best way to do this is using some sort of direct if possible. If she's walking, if she's walking, I know that's kind of tough for some people. If she's walking, what you can do is you can approach her, but don't approach her from behind. Instead, approach her. By the way, when I say walking, I don't mean at a bar. If you're at a bar or social situation, wait till she's settled, then do an approach. If you are approaching in a casual situation, like outside at a mall, something like that, 
Well, then you're not going to wait for her to stop. You can approach her while she's walking. You just got to get in front of her. So you kind of walk in front of her, give space so it's not too creepy. You're not in her face, but you walk in front of her, kind of turn around when there's about, you know, three to five feet and say, hey, excuse me. Sorry, I noticed you over here. You look nice. Are you from Chicago? Are you from New York? Are you from Tampa? Are you from wherever? Okay, so you make it nice and comfortable that way and you go nice and direct. Ideally, you want to get in front of her so she stops, okay? So she stops. So it's not like you're kind of stopping her physically. You're not touching her. You're not doing anything like that. But you get in front of her, you stop, and it gets her to stop. But you don't get right in front of her. You're, again, about three to five feet in front of her, and you're approaching her by turning around and doing it, okay? That's going to be the most comfortable way to approach. Again, that's a hard approach. I get it. It's not easy. It's going to take practice. You might have to do it over and over and over and over again, and that's okay. Do it over and over and over again. Practice it so much until you just get it right and you're comfortable. Because if you want to be comfortable approaching and show that you're comfortable in front of her so you're not creepy and you're not tense and you're not really super shy, you got to do it a lot. That's what's going to make you comfortable, doing it a lot doing it over and over and over again so you realize it's not a big deal. And just like I was talking with my client earlier, one of his big issues here was getting to the point where he can just go and do it. So you want to do it as fast as you can. So the way she wants to be approached is with confidence, is with a smile, is with comfortable distance, and you having to hold a conversation. You understand that she is being approached. You're the one who's doing it. So don't expect her to lead the conversation, okay? Don't expect her to lead the conversation. It's up to you. So don't be sitting there asking a bunch of questions and letting her do all the work. Get in there. Make statements. I say this a lot when I talk about how to continue a conversation. There's only a couple things you can say. You can either make a statement Or you can ask a question. The only two things you could ever say ever to anyone ever. It's either a question or a statement. Make more statements so it's more interesting of a conversation and you're continuing the conversation and making it comfortable for her by not pounding her with a bunch of questions. Makes it much easier, much, much better. Now I want to take a question from an email that came in very recently. From a guy named Justin, and he's been doing approaches. So you can kind of see what happens when you do get approaches, but then the next, the next thing that you need to work on. Okay. So if you want to ask a question, you can do that as well. Just email in to trip at tripadvice.com with the subject line being podcast question. And if it's a good thorough question, I will answer it just like I will right now for Justin. He says, Hey, Trip, I'm Justin. To start, thank you for doing what you do. Through the podcast alone, I've gone from being scared and avoiding approaches to holding myself accountable to face my fear. Now that I've buttered you up in hopes of increasing my chances of getting onto the show, I'll explain the situation. I'm 22. I've gotten dates with girls, and it's almost always more than one date with any one of them. There's been a bunch of occasions where it feels like the series of dates go well. I create tension, entertainment, and dominance during these dates. By the way, he's talking about the TED sequence that I talk about in my Hooked program and also in coaching. He says, there's rarely ever a moment I feel like it isn't going well. In spite of that, after the third date, I'll get ghosted 
I thought this concern would be answered by the title of your most recent episode, but it seemed to only cover it through the scope of the initial interaction. What would be the reason for it ending so abruptly after the third date? By this time, we've started to get to know each other and we've made out at least twice. Is it because the natural next step is sex and they're not feeling it? Is it my not taking enough charge to get her into bed? Thanks for taking the time to read, man. Keep doing you. Thanks, Justin. Well, okay, here's the thing. It's really hard to say. I, I know that this question comes in and you know, you're like, well, what did I do? Well, I don't really know what you're doing on the dates, but I'll, I'll try to give it my best shot here, Justin. Yes, it is possible. If you think it's going well and you're doing some kissing, but you haven't led it to more of a physical level, that could be a problem. Now, I can't necessarily see a woman leaving because she's like, oh my God, he hasn't tried to have sex with me yet and I want to have sex and he hasn't done it, so I'm going to leave. So I'm not going to say that, but I will say if you haven't tried by the third date to get to the point where you're getting really physical with them and getting to the point where they're in your bedroom and you're having consensual sex, well, just understand that if you're having sex, that does get her more invested in you and more interested in you. You guys bond more because oxytocin, the chemical, the love chemicals released in her brain and in yours when you guys are having sex. Okay, so it might be possible that if you were able to push it more, meaning get to the point where you guys are having sex, then they might stick around. The fact that they haven't is a little tough to say. Maybe they're bored. Maybe you're doing dates and you're talking too much and you're not asking enough about them. Maybe you're showing a little bit too much desperation when you're on these dates. You know, meaning that maybe you're actually not calibrating enough and understanding how they're feeling and you are pushing it too far and maybe you're trying to make out with them again after they weren't interested the first time. So it's kind of tough to say. Really, honestly, I'm not trying to talk about coaching once again, but this is a situation where you'd want to get coaching or one would want to get coaching to understand so you can go through the details with me of how the date went. But the fact that they're getting ghosted so soon is very interesting. Uh, I mean, or not ghosted so soon, ghosted actually not that soon after the third date. So I'm sorry I can't give you the answer here. Like I know exactly what's going on, but I can only assume is that you're not doing enough tension, entertainment, and dominance. Maybe dominance because you're setting up the dates. Maybe the entertainment isn't going so well. Maybe you're just kind of boring and you're not talking about yourself enough or talking about anything interesting to you. Maybe they're bored because they're not getting to know you in that sense. And like I said earlier, maybe you're not creating that sexual tension enough. So maybe it's too much of this kind of friend level and you're not pushing it past a makeout. Where a makeout I know is not a friend thing, but still, maybe you do need to push it to the point where you guys are getting more physical and in the bedroom. And they're just getting this kind of feeling that maybe you're not the guy who's going to do that. They don't know that consciously. It's all kind of subconscious. But that's it, man. That's the most I could say. Uh, for any of you guys out there that are having similar issues where, you know, and this is a good problem, at least you're getting dates and at least you're getting yourself out there. But if you're getting to the point where these girls are completely ghosting you and you don't know what's going on, all I can say is it's a little bit of a numbers game. You got to date more women. You got to go on more dates. You got to be figuring out what you're doing, whatever you're doing on these dates, try something different. If you're asking the same questions on all these dates, 
talking about the same things, going to the same places. Maybe something has to change. Definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Okay, so you got to change something up, but that's up to you. What are you doing on these dates? Dissect them a little bit more, combine that with the numbers game, and hopefully you'll see some results after that. I hope that helps. I know that's not as specific as maybe you wanted me to go, but it's what I got for you right now. So good luck. And for anyone else, like I said, if you have a question that I can answer on the podcast that I can go deeper into, just email me, tripatripadvice.com, subject line podcast question. If you're interested in coaching, go to coachbytrip.com so we can help dissect your dates, your approaches, put you on an approach plan that's completely customizable. It's not a one-size-fits-all plan. It's custom to every single person, your situation, and what's going on in your current dating life or lack thereof. Go to coachbytrip.com to apply today. I'll see you on the next episode. Talk to you soon.